Hi there. If you're listening to this and you're new to Toronto Christian Community Church, we are a multicultural, non-denominational Christian church with a Cantonese, Mandarin, and English congregation all under one roof. We are located on the intersection of Warden and Steeles Avenue, right on the border of Scarborough and Markham. We serve folks from the greater Toronto area and the suburbs around it, whether that's North York, Markham, Richmond Hill, Scarborough, or Mississauga. Sunday English services are currently being held virtually from 9.40 a.m. to around 10.45 to 11 a.m. At 11.20, after services from June to July, we have our Junction Table Talks where we discuss the passage and sermon for the week. For more information, head over to info.tccc.ca. Hey T3C family, I'm Roxine and I am your English Ministry Communications Coordinator. The pastoral team and I hope you've been able to see more of your close friends and family this week. And today, we're going into the fourth of eight weeks of our Junction series, and we are tackling 1 Timothy chapter 2, verses 8 to 15. In this episode, I sit down with Helen Cow and my own mother, Roxy Key. I forced my mom to join me on the podcast, a bit of fun revenge after all these years of her telling me what to do. In fact, if you listen till the end, you'll actually hear her telling me to cook dinner, even though it's her turn. (laughs) In this conversation, we talk about this very contentious passage about how men and women should behave in the church and touch a little bit about gender roles. We also talk about humility, holiness, and godly character, and how those are easy to say, but actually very hard to do in practice. Helen and my mom also share a little bit about their families and their kids' history as immigrants to Canada. So that's going to be fun. And without further ado, here's Helen Cow and Roxy Key. Hi, Helen. Hi, Mom. How are you guys doing today? Hi, Roxy. Hi, Ashie. Well, first off, I guess... You guys should introduce yourselves. And since mom called me Achi, maybe you could start off with why you call me Achi and maybe a bit yeah. of the ministries that you're involved into for both of you. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, we're we're basically Filipino Chinese before we came to Canada. So yeah, we speak Fukien. So in Fukien, Jeje is Achi. And since she's the eldest, so it's Achi. And then the second one, Bichi Sanchi. Like so yeah, she's the eldest, so we call her Achi. And yeah. So worship ministry, I am in the worship team with Glendon. Um, I I do vocals, and then um I also in a small group right now with three amazing ladies. One of them is Helen Cow, which which we have who we who we have here right now, and yeah, um, basically I am a work from home mom. Um, I help my husband Albert in his business, and basically like ever since since we got married, yeah, I've been working from home. So this work from home setup is no longer new to me. Um, yeah, we have a business. Um, basically, it's uh, we're importing and distributing um, personal care bottles in the Philippines. Um, it's plastic and glass bottles for personal care, like perfume, hand soap, hand sanitizers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, I have since I have Achi here. That means <laughs> I have Digi, I have Sachi, and I have Raya. So there are four girls. 
Okay, so, Yay. so sweet. <laughs> Sounds good. So blessed, your family. Thank you. Okay, my turn. Um, my name is Helen, and uh, I've been attending T3C for a long time. I was a teenager at that time, first uh, came to Canada, and I started attending T3C because my sisters, uh, two older sisters, they, they attended uh, and T3C, and through the sermon and Bible study and friends, that they became Christian, knowing the gospel, and then they started writing back to Hong Kong and really wanted us to know the Lord too. So I, before I came over, I was already very curious about the gospel. So in 1979, I started um, coming to church before I became a Christian. So I'm just grateful to God that through this church, I got to know the Lord and became a Christian. So since 1979, and now I'm already a grandmother wow. of a very healthy and cute Cute baby boy. Well, almost one year old, so he's not a baby anymore. So it's been a long time, and I'm still learning and growing in the Lord uh, with, with all the brothers and sisters here in the English congregation. Uh, my husband is Fred, and he's been uh, working in Shanghai in the last uh, 15 to 18 years, something like that. But our family moved to Shanghai in 2004. But last year, everyone uh, probably I should say three years ago, all our kids have already moved back in various, in different years uh, for university. But uh, three years ago, the last one also graduated and came. So last year I came back full time. So mm. 2019, I came back full time. And um, uh, we have four children. And the oldest one is Michelle. She and her husband live uh, in Calgary. And they are new parents. Uh, it's a new journey being a new parent for them. And my second one is Jonathan. Jonathan and her, uh, his wife, Bonnie, they are working in uh, uh, Toronto. And uh, then we have two youngest, younger ones. They are boys, Andrew and Daniel. They are university year. One is student, one is working. So, But they are still living at home, especially during COVID time. Mm -hmm. And... Um, so this is a long, sorry about that, take a while. <laughs> and um, um, for me, I my training was in uh, computer science. So I used to work for IBM, but it's uh, mm -hmm. ages ago that I uh, I resigned after having like the third one. Yes, so long ago. So I only worked maybe like 12 years altogether mm -hmm. after graduating from university. Well, it makes sense because you pick up the Zoom and all the technical stuff really quickly. So now now it makes oh. sense to me. <laughs> oh, thank you so much for your encouragement. No, not really. Anyway, so um, the involvement I've got, uh, even before I came moved back, I got involved, um, I mean, moved back full-time in 2019. Uh, even before then, I got involved with Gibson Food Bank. Uh, uh, serving in the food bank with uh, lopping, learning how mm. to um, uh, set up the the pantry, you know, putting food don donation away, and also to help out the client, the food bank client when they come into Gibson. So that was a little bit involvement there. And right now, I also I'm involved uh, in the driving, delivering the food to the clients, and also hospitality. I just joined. Uh, before COVID time, mm -hmm. last year, 
Uh, yeah, yeah, I think started last year. So um, that that is uh, very good to get to know. You know, when people come into the church, get to know their face and the name, and help me to uh, catch up quicker. We get mm-hmm. to know our brothers and sisters also in the church. And last but not least, my um, my praise dance fitness group. Uh, because I, I want to stay healthy and fit and also would like to do worship. So using the music ministry, many, many inspired uh, musicians and songwriters, God's message, um, I inspire them. So those songs are very encouraging and love, uplifting. So we are doing exercise and strength, and, um, strength training. Uh, with those songs. So we are doing like every Tuesday and Saturday with a group of us. So if anybody's interested, they can join also over Zoom right mm-hmm. now. Those are two of the most popular ministry uh, times that, because I run the Zoom account. So those are two of the really popular times. And I remember even when we first um, went into lockdown, um, Praise and Business just went right on. There were so many people who were still attending. So, if anyone oh, listening, <laughs> um, this is a perfect segue because uh, if you've listened to the previous parts of the podcast, like I like segues into smooth sections of <laughs> the questions. Um, so, mom is in worship, and then Helen does praise dance worship. And the first question that we have for group discussion um, is, "What does it mean to lift holy hands in prayer?" And this is on the, um, this is based on verse eight of the passage for this week. So either one uh, of you can take this first. Yeah, well, I just thought of like years ago, centuries ago, I used to dance interpretatively. So <laughs> yeah, Christian songs. Yeah, I used to dance. Uh, so I just remembered that. Thanks, Helen, dance for remembering. <laughs> I still dance so good. <laughs> yeah, so and each time I dance, like we lift holy hands a lot in dancing. Um, for me personally, it means like surrendering our hearts and our minds to God, give, giving up or giving back everything to God, acknowledging his lordship over our lives. It also means a gesture of our praise and thanksgiving, and also that acknowledging that we are weak and our strength is from him, praising him for praising him with all our whole with our whole being and expressing our need for him like it depends on when and how we raise our hands but yeah it can have different meanings like basically it's a surrender for me mm-hmm. yep mm-hmm. yeah it's almost like admitting that we are weak we need god and mm-hmm. just give him the deep respect that we have for him yeah, and I think in the ancient time, like for Jews or Gentiles alike, that when they approach deity, like they may not really believe uh, Yahweh God, right? So, so but when any time when they come to um, the presence of some deity or God, they they pray with their hand lifted. That's part of their custom too. So, so maybe that's uh, the, in their context. That's what they're comfortable with when they pray. They pray with lifted hands. I think it's interesting in the passage, um, actually, Paul talks about not just hands, but lifting up holy hands. So it's almost like saying mm-hmm. when we worship and we praise God, we have to have that right relationship with him first um, before mm-hmm. it's almost right for us to lift our hands in worship. Um, yeah, like the passage says lifting up holy hands without wrath and dissension, um, which 
personally for me, that was very interesting where it's like, there's the aspect of joy, but there's also the aspect of reconciliation with God. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, that is interesting when they mention this without anger and quarrel, quarreling, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. not just lifting the hand, the holy hands, mm -hmm. but it's the quality of the. It, it's the quality of the worship. Um, yeah. And I guess this is a perfect time to move on to the next question, which is why do you think the appearance and conduct of men and women are described? Um, which probably alludes to the quality of the worship as well. Hmm. Well, I've I've looked into some of the uh, the historical context of this passage. Like they say mainly probably because why Paul wrote this is for the specific problems of that church. So, so um, in this text, it mentioned the appearance and the conduct of men and women. So most likely at that time, there, there's some big problem. Uh, men probably, they, are, they got into arguments and they are like full of anger a lot of time, even when they pray. So maybe that was the problem at that time. And also the ladies, um, they are, uh, some scholar, they wrote down, they say there could be some wealthy women. They, they just want to get attention to themselves mm -hmm. and, yeah, putting a, a lot of jewelry and gold <laughs> and have fancy hairdo and fine clothes, mainly just to, to be a show-off instead of focusing on worshiping God. So that's, that was their problem. So, so Paul just wrote down this as a guideline and also a reminder for us now that we have to focus on worshiping God when we come to worship, when, when we come to church. It's not about us. Mm -hmm, yeah. I also, I also um, remember that um, last week we talked about the first few verses of, the, of chapter 2. It also says that, mm -hmm. um, that we may leave. Uh, Paul urges to come into prayers because so that we will live a peaceful and quiet lives in all godliness and holiness. So for the purpose of godliness and holiness, um, probably Paul reminded the men and women of Ephesus about their conduct. Yeah, you're right, Helen. Probably there's something going on during that time. And Paul mm -hmm. has to remind them like, hey, let's all get our acts together. And Paul, as a teacher of faith, he has to teach them and correct them and like how to conduct themselves, right? Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I guess this... And I think... Sorry. Go for it. No, go for it. <laughs> and I know... And I think in the Bible, God does tell us that he, he looks at our heart. He doesn't look at our appearance. Mm -hmm. But we human, we only can see the our appearance. Mm -hmm. So sometimes it does have some effect or, or impact how you dress and how you look, your mm -hmm. appearance. So, so maybe that's why it's also be mindful about our, our appearance when we come to church. Mm -hmm. And what do you think? <laughs> I, I mean, my, when I read this passage, um, like when when I open my Bible, there's these header, headers that separate each paragraph. Um, and the thing that I guess bothered me was like <clears throat> verses 9 to 15 are kind of separated from verse 8. So a lot of the times we separate those two passages and 
we for, we focus on the women women part of like what women can do and can't do and mm-hmm. we don't connect it to what Paul's talking about with men as well um and he's almost like addressing mm-hmm. and telling us to focus on the struggles that we have for ourselves um where it's like for men they have to pray and lift their holy their hands holy hands without wrath and dissension so it's saying like i guess for men it's easier to get angry and to just react in anger um and he's telling them not to do that when they're in worship and then for women it's easy for us to want to get the attention or to talk a lot which is <laughs> that's why he's saying good works versus um words and trying to get that attention um so i yeah i think when people use this passage to say oh women shouldn't preach in the church and thing like that like i don't know i'm not a bible student um but when i read this like what you said helen it's more of paul addressing what's going on in people's hearts um of that we should be going to church to worship god with holiness um without anger um without care for ourselves but with care for other people and for god um yeah so mm-hmm. <laughs> or maybe yeah. i just don't want to get into any uh, sticky topics <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's why um i guess going into that as well is um the the next question for the group discussion is um what would you describe as godly character for men and women um and with this question it's um there's parts of the passage that would help um talk about this question but um from your own lives as well and what describe what would you describe as godly character for men and women from your experiences mhm roxy you want to go first <laughs> okay for me when you say godly character um by those two words alone it means a character that comes from god right so personally you have to know god love god serve god and live your life according to his word so it's basically but how the question is how like um whenever i ask myself that question i always go back to the fruit of the holy spirit mm, amen it, it yes. encompasses everything like you have to live a lo- life of love joy peace you have to be patient kind good faithful gentle mm-hmm. and self-control if you have all these things then you are living a godly life but then again for me most for me um as somebody in business uh i would mm-hmm. love to see a person that has a word of honor a man of integrity and for me that is a very very good reflection of uh the character of god yeah mm-hmm. well you said it all <laughs> you can say more you can give an example <laughs> i did write down yeah galatians 5:22 mm-hmm, yes the mm-hmm. fruit of the spirit that is um that is really important that we let the spirit grow that character in our lives mm-hmm. yeah and we have to be mindful of that that we we have to lean on the holy spirit to 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 have godly character but according when when i look at this question i thought oh okay let me see what according to this text uh what can i draw from this to think about uh godly character then um even the very first one verse 8 is that pray with um lift lifting lifted holy lifting holy hands without anger or quarreling then then even anger um 
So godly character probably wouldn't be uh, mastered by anger. The person who has godly character. Then I, I look at um, what Jesus has said in, in one of the um, Matthew chapter five, that he, he really take anger very seriously. Like Jesus would say, it's almost like uh, um, if you say you fool to your brother and sister, that is very close. The danger of uh, like you may get the danger of hellfire, fire from hell or something like that. So, and also if you have anger, then it's, um, it's, it, it, you're, you're, you're open for judgment, mm-hmm. you know, like take it very seriously. So a man have godly character, then they take sin very seriously, really uh, ask for repentance before coming to God. Um, and also try really want, uh, ask God to help to, overcome sin in one's life. And um, and then the other one, it's mentioned in the text a lot, is like self-control. That's part of the fruit of the spirit, yeah. Uh, self-control and also a person with godly character also demonstrate with um, good works, like from verse nine, seems like it mentioned, um, would be like display. The godly character would display into good works because when you have faith, yeah, you will have works, good works go hand in hand. And last but not least, it's not only about women. When 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 the teaching here, I'm, I'm sure because Paul's writing in other in uh, in in his other letters, those teaching are genderless, right? It's not just going towards women, but it's only in this passage because the. The, the women in um, Ephesus church, probably they are uh, causing a lot of problems. They are easily swayed by the false teaching. So they are like uh, talk too much. And they, the way maybe the, the material they talked about were like kind of really false teaching. <laughs> so, so that's why uh, Paul mentioned uh, about like being quiet or learn in submissiveness and in humility. Uh, He's encouraging the women in Ephesus church to do that. So verse 11 is the teachable. So a person with godly character also is with humility, teachable, Mm -hmm. and submissive to godly um, authority. I think that's the godly character to humbleness. And the funny thing about this sometimes when you read about um, being submissive or being quiet, um, there's, I don't know if it's just society or if it's just whatever, I don't know, the internet or media is telling us, but it's, there's this image that if someone is quiet and submissive, that they're powerless um, and that it's easier mm-hmm. to be quiet and submissive um, where the actual truth is. And I think um, we we talked about this in um, the previous podcast episode with um, Matt and John, where it's like, it's actually harder to be humble, it's harder to be quiet and submissive than to be contentious um, and to be argumentative. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, for me, it's this passage is about holiness and godly character more than it is about um, God's commands for men and women. And because that's not the point of this passage. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, if you actually like read the whole thing, it's about holiness, godly character. It's about having that right um, approach when it comes to worship. Um, yeah, and being teachable in the church, um, 
whether it's regardless of who's speaking in front, um, being teachable and being open to God convicting us. Um, yeah, so this was, I, I really liked reading, personally reading this passage. Um, mm. And uh, we're almost running out of time. Um, but so a couple of last things uh, we want to leave people off. Um, if you guys have some words of encouragement uh, for T3C, um, would you guys have any things to say uh, for everyone who's listening? You want to go first, Helen? <laughs> okay. Keep safe and keep trusting the Lord and uh, really ask him to fill your heart with joy and hope and peace every day. And hang in there. We will see each other again in person very soon. Yes, very soon. <laughs> but right now it's still through Zoom and keep worshiping through on online and keep in touch with your brothers and sisters um, over Zoom. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so for me, I don't know, like this session four, I purposely skipped leading it and I want Pastor Ed to lead it instead because I don't want to step on, on people's toes. But again, um, verse 11, a woman should learn in quietness and full submission. I think this would stir a lot of debate on Sunday. <laughs> yeah, but um, again, uh, like what Roxin said, it's it's not an independent um, command in itself. It's a whole, there's a whole lot of package with it. Um, it's how we worship God. It's how we give reverence to God. And as a, as a wife, as a wife, I think I'm speaking for a lot of wives here. I think this is a difficult one. This is the difficult um, pill to swallow. But between me and my husband, like when we, it would seem to people that if you know both of us, that I am the more assertive one. I am the more um, aggressive one when, because I talk. I talk a lot. I talk a lot. I can I attest to that. <laughs> Yeah, I talk when I'm happy. I talk when I'm not happy. Okay, so I assert myself, but when it comes to major decision, I keep quiet. Like I say my piece and then I keep quiet. And a lot of times, a lot of times, God has proven me that um, I did the right thing. Like I don't know if I still have time to share something. One or two minutes? Yes, can go I for achieve? It, mommy, I don't. Well, I okay. don't think I can say no to my own mother. So, <laughs> <laughs> amen. Yeah. Okay. Um, since I told you that we are in this business of um, battles, right? So actually, during the lockdown, this quarantine period, um, in the Philippines, in the Philippines where our business is, we are allowed to go out because we are one of the essentials. We are considered our business is considered one of the essentials. Um, 10 years before we had a lot of inventory, we accumulated inventories in our warehouse. Um, and I kept, and I keep bugging Albert, like you have to push this item one, item two, and the three item 10. It keeps on accumulating for the past 10 years and it keeps filling up our warehouse and we're paying where rental for our warehouse. Like it doesn't make sense, right? It doesn't make sense. Um, but I would remind him, once and then I'll keep quiet. So for the past 10 years, I will gently remind him time and again, time and again. But then it, 
God would always tell me, is it worth fighting with him for this? And I always end up telling myself, no, it's not worth it. I'll just let him be. I'll just let him be. But then came this lockdown. Came this lockdown. Guess what items sell? All the items that are in the warehouse for the past 10 years were all sold out. So I told myself, well, God, it took a pandemic for me to prove you right. (laughs) And the irony of it, the Mm. irony of it, just last night, we're we're having a meeting with the staff. Like, so, so how's the sale? So what should we, what items do we need? And then they told me, can we order item one and two again? I said, no, (laughs) 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 it's been there for 10 years and I'm so happy we got rid of it. And yeah, you know, like, you keep quiet for 10 years and then 10 years after you, you realize God has a plan. God has a plan. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So for wives out there, I just want to encourage you. Mm, we are the helpers. God created Adam first and we are created as their helper. Will it, uh, mm-hmm. it may hurt our pride. It may hurt our self image, but it is what it is. That's God's blueprint. And it doesn't mean we are less in his eyes. It doesn't mean our, ident- our identity is less. But it just means we are serving our purpose. That is the role that God has given us to be our husband's helper. So we have to talk less. <laughs> to talk less. <laughs> yeah. So the T3C church family, I miss you all. And I wish I could come and hug in each one of you as soon as we open up. Like, mm. Yeah. So that's it. Okay. Um, thank you, Mother Dear. And uh, thank you, Helen. Um, thank you, Aji. Thank you, Helen. Thank you, Roxy. Roxy. Oh, and oh, one <laughs> last thing. One last thing. Um, Mom, would you end us off in a word of prayer, please? Oh, sure. Okay. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you for the chance that we can um, share our life, share your word, lift each other up, encourage each other. Lord, we pray for Helen, Roxine, and for those who are listening right now. We pray that may you, may your hands be upon each one of us. May you open our eyes, our hearts, that Father, we may see what you wanted for us, what you wanted us to do. And Father, may you. Give us humble hearts to accept your will for our lives. That, Father, we may live a quiet and peaceful life for your glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Okay. Um, thank you. Um, I'll let you guys go back to your evenings. And, Mom, I will see you at dinner. <laughs> cook dinner for okay. us first. No. You have to cook. Yeah, who's cooking tonight? Okay, bye. It's my turn. It's my turn. <laughs> Hey again, T3C family, and there you have it. We hope that you are blessed by our discussion today. Before we part, make sure that you subscribe to the podcast wherever you choose to listen to so you can get this every single week. We'll be featuring more ministry leaders from our congregation in the coming weeks, and we're excited for you to hear their stories and experiences too. If you're not subscribed to our midweek email and their Sunday bulletin, you can do that at info.tccc.ca slash bulletin. And we want to thank Amanda Wong for our podcast artwork. And last thing, here's something new that you can do to put get your input on the podcast. 
You can actually record your questions or feedback and we'll play it and maybe answer them on the show. So if you have any prayer requests or questions that you'd like us to discuss or pray for on the podcast, you can record a short message for us at info.tccc.ca slash podcast and click on the message button. Finally, we pray that you have a blessed week. Till next time. Bye. Bye.